he gets rid of it quickly. Catch! Julian Edelman! Off to the races! Julian Edelman! Goodbye, Edelman! Touchdown, New England! From the two, first and goal. Running it for the touchdown! Sony Michelle! The dynasty continues. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the uh, Patriots Podcast UK. Uh, I forgot what episode it was then. Um, um, coming up we've got uh, a recap of the Jets at Patriots. Um, and the big win there. Um, we've got some questions from you. And uh, then we're going to look at the Bills game. Um, joining me we've got... Oh, our first ever two-time guest. We've got Scott coming up again. How are you, Scott? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Dave. How are you? Yeah, too bad. Yeah, it was a nice, easy win. Oh, very much so. I think the uh, the scoreline was a bit generous to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, a couple of uh, silly touchdowns at the end there, wasn't there? But we'll get on to that one. Um, well, I'll go straight into it, I suppose. Um, for me, I think the main talking point for yesterday was just another great defensive performance, wasn't it? Uh, particularly in the run game, uh, Bell was held under two yards per carry, which... Seem to have done to every uh, running back so far this season, but yeah, what do you think of it? Um, I mean, out- outstanding defensive performance, pretty much all around. You'd be hard pushed to try to either single out or indeed to say anybody who didn't do their job properly. Levy and Bell on the two yards per carry is is pretty absurd. He had eighteen carries for thirty five yards. I mean, you tell me how many games he's had like that in his career, and I don't think there'd be very many of them. That's for sure. No, not at all. And he's a sort of back that's given us a few problems in the past I think isn't he someone who can come out the backfield and catch a bit but yeah he wasn't really obviously it helped, no absolutely obviously helped playing a yeah. first string uh, quarterback because you know you can focus <laughs> on Bell but we've seen it in the first two games and yeah the defense just looks great doesn't it oh this is the best defense that I thousand four maybe even better than that historic defense yeah it's just good in every department isn't it yeah, I mean, the strength of depth is, is secondary, you could argue, but, I mean, look at the linebacker depth, too. You've got players like Alandin uh, Roberts who aren't really playing much in defence, but they're still people in, they're keeping people... Everybody, uh, there was a stat last night that was said uh, at least every single player on the defence got 15 snaps. When do you hear of that? It's it's absurd to be able to have the production that we're having with the rotation. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and, I mean, I've, that rotation, I only think it helps as well, getting everyone snaps and getting everyone ready for what's to come later in the season and, you know, the more important stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you, uh, you get guys like JC Jackson more reps against decent talent on receivers, and I think he's going to grow from definitely. I mean, it wasn't 100% positive because, you know, the run game in particular really struggled in it, and Sony Michelle was uh, yeah. just... I don't know what's going on with him this year. I'll, really, I'll, really, I'll take a step up, but... I mean, yesterday, nine carries for 11 yards. He scored a touchdown, but... I mean, that was five yards of that 11 yards come on that touchdown. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you see his problems being? I just I just don't know what it is with him. If I'm honest, I, I don't mean to scapegoat here, but I, I don't think it's the offensive line. Obviously, we've had quite a lot of different change in the front. Um, throughout all of, all of preseason, all of training camp, Michelle looked like somebody had, frankly, listened to fire under him. 
He looked much better strong, let's not forget. Um, and, and he'd learned to catch, which is actually a big thing for a Patriots back, of course. But we haven't really seen much of that. He's not been asked to do much of that. Instead, he's been given the rock and asked to make yards through the A gap and the B gap primarily. And he just hasn't done it. And I do wonder how much of that is down to the offensive changes that they've seen up front. You know, Ted Harris has pass protected quite well, but has been pushed around when it comes to run blocking. Um, Marshall Newhouse, of course, at left tackle um, since... Uh, he's not a run blocker either. He's a subpar pass blocker who has done a good job. But I think, again, that's going to factor into Sonny Michel's slow start. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Burkehead got a few more yards. I think he got in the 40s, wasn't he? I think I'm going to work in front of me now. But I think the it just really makes a difference. And unless Michelle can do that, I just don't really know how good he can really be long-term. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's something that they've worked on throughout the off-season. I do think that by the end of the season, we'll see more of that because, like I said, I make it too obvious if Burkhead's in, it's a pass play. If Michelle's in, then it's a run play. We did that last year quite a lot. And James White, of course, mixed in there as well. But I think that what you're going to see a lot more of is Rex Burkhead getting the ball and rushing the ball. You're going to see James White with the same thing, and you're going to start to see Michelle pick up some catches because otherwise we become too transparent. And when we play teams like the Ravens, like KC, like Philly, they know that that could be too much of a giveaway for good coaches and good quality teams like that. Yeah, I'm sort of hoping this season where the teams aren't just aren't really giving up what their offense actually is, just because we haven't really needed to. So, hope they're holding a bit back there. I don't know. Yeah, historically in September, that's kind of how we do things. I mean, the defence hasn't really been, which has been good to see. But the offence, I don't feel, has really sort of come into its own very much. And we've seen these slow starts historically, so I wouldn't say there's anything to worry about as such. I also don't think you can understate the importance of Rob Gronkowski in the run game, and obviously the lack of that now. And winners at tight end who are barely playing. Obviously, there's one good catch, um, 41 yards by Izzo today, um, yesterday. But apart from that, tight end position hasn't really done much in either the passing game or missing it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, Watson can come back in a couple of weeks and help a little bit there. But, uh, yeah, I'm not expecting tons from him. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. No. I mean, the other takeaway I come away from say is that Philip Dorsett's just become so reliable. He, he doesn't drop a ball, does he? Anything that goes towards him. He... Absolutely. I mean, I think he was a bit hard done by last night when he made that layout grab that um, they, they, they challenged and then uh, somehow managed to not overturn when they said it was incomplete. Everybody else on TV saw that as a catch. So I think that was a little bit of a mean one to him because that was the first of, I think, 25 consecutive passes that he had completed to him. So that says enough for itself. You know, Brady clearly trusts him. He's reliable. And whilst he doesn't tend to do much downfield in terms of getting yak, he's reliable. He will catch the ball no matter where Brady throws it. And he doesn't put himself on the line. And I think that, you know, the best of best ability is availability. And Dorsett's shown that. Yeah, definitely. And I think last season, it comes to the main option and, that's not really what you want him to be, but in this role where he's the third, third, fourth option, I think he's there's not really many better around. Uh, sorry, not many better in the league than him. No, I agree. I think if you're going to ask him to be number one, number two receiver, then he's going to embarrass himself because he's just not that caliber of player. Despite his first, however, there was a number three, number four, five, depending on your options, who's on the field. He's outstanding. There aren't very many DVs in the league who are fourth string who are going to be able to match up against him. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, the uh, streak of not giving up a touchdown ended, but it wasn't on defence, was it? So, I think we can still carry that on. Um, yeah, we have an interesting stat here with um, we are the first team in the Super Bowl era to not give up a defensive touchdown in the first three games of the season. I think it was the Super Bowl, but the last time any team has managed to post three consecutive games, not going back to last season, of course, because that would be four, including the Super Bowl. 
that the defence has actually not allowed. But you can't say better than that. It really is incredible. And I know, obviously, we've um, had a couple of dodgy teams. But, I mean, we played the Patriots week one and... I mean, even bad teams score touchdowns, don't they? You know, it's not like it's just a, a given that you're not going to give up anything, even if it's just a bit of garbage time. Absolutely. It's the passing league, this an offensive league. Everybody gives up something, especially in the fourth quarter. In fact, if you look at our stats, the first three quarters of the three games we've played, they've been sensational. And then the fourth quarter, of course, you know, you start to put in a little bit more vanilla defence, you back off a little bit. Even bad quarterbacks get a bit unlucky with a couple of drops. And, and that's going to happen. Um, and Falk, obviously, this week wasn't able to capitalise on that. But at some point, teams will. And, you know, uh, it's a matter of, obviously, when, you know, at some point soon, possibly even this coming week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that sort of sums up that game, really. It's hard to take too much away from these couple of games because, obviously, there's not been much of a threat there. But I think this week's going to be more of a test and sort of see where more the team is. But, yeah, it's definitely exciting stuff. So we'll move on to... We've had a, a few listeners' questions, so we'll move on to them now. Oh. Um, oh. First up, we got from on Twitter. We got at Jamie Garwood. Um, he asks, "Wait, is that two, two part question? I'll do the film. Okay, what about what about Goskowski? Time to move on or give it the year? Five missed kicks already this year. I mean, uh, Jamie just uh, so you know um, predicted before the game that Goskowski was going to miss one and then he missed the first extra point. So, <laughs> so he was off to a nice start there. Not like Goskowski. But... <laughs> Ultimately, I think it comes down to who's available." If you look at the struggles that a lot of teams around the league have had when they've not had consistent kickers, even the Jets, for example, being a good one, there's just nobody. So yes, he has started terribly. He's having the best, the, the, sorry, the worst three games of his entire career. And yet, despite that, his history speaks for itself. His career speaks for itself. He's one of the all-time greatest kickers in the NFL, believe it or not. And yes, I accept he's not playing very well, as but there's nobody else to replace him with. So I think that he is what he is. Hopefully he can, you know, start strengthening some more things together. Yeah, I agree. Really, it's it's hard because obviously you see people, uh, these kickers miss. You sort of just want to move on, but I think it's pretty harsh a harsh job kickers because so often they have one, two bad games and they're basically out of the league, aren't they? But yeah, for me, I think you just yeah. got to trust that he will find that form again, haven't you? Really? Absolutely. I mean, they said kicking is a confidence game. Clearly, he's not got much confidence right now, Mister. If I'm honest with you, I think I'd have liked to have seen him give, be given the opportunity late in that game, fourth quarter, rather than kneeling on the ball. Give him an extra kick. Why not? I mean, fine, it's running up the score. Who cares? Yeah. Give him a try. See if he can make a field goal from 40-plus. If he can, great. It's going to get his confidence up. If he doesn't, he's got a week to move on from it. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Um, well, Jamie's second part of the question. Well, I guess we'll come on to it a bit later, but we might as well do it now. Thoughts on the O-line versus the Bills rush? Is it a true... Yeah, I mean, obviously the Bills are probably the best pass rushers. Maybe the Steelers are up there as well um, that we've faced so far. Um, and yet, if I'm honest with you, I don't feel going to be as big a test as we're going to get later in the year, for example. Um, I think if Ed Oliver plays, that's going to be a significant factor because he can both play the pass and the run. Uh, and I think he's the best defensive lineman they have, even at this early stage in his career. He's a true game-breaker, ultimately. And I think if we can keep you know, the offensive line solid... I think Brady will get the ball out fast enough to make sure the Bills' outside rush won't arrive. Yeah, I, I think you've got that right there. I think they are going to pose more of a threat than we've seen. But it's not going to be... We can't handle, I don't think. And yeah, I'm sort of quite looking forward to seeing how they do handle it. Yeah, I think a lot of it as well be schemed, you know. Like, Scott Nicky is not stupid, nor is Bill. They've done this for a long, long time. And I think what you're going to see is they're going to be damn sure that you know, players like Jerry Hughes don't take over the game. Shaq Lawson, I suppose, in spots as well. Um, they're going to make sure that doesn't happen. 
And you've got um, Star Lachilele inside, who obviously came from Carolina. And he's a very streaky player. He can get hot, and if he's hot, he's very good. But equally, he can completely run on. So let's not forget that as well. I think that will do a lot. If we can establish the run against the Bills, I don't think the pass rush will be much of an issue. Yeah, I think you got that right. Um, well, we've got one more question. It's from the up. Uh, and it says, how many times is Bill going to make Gunner run the hill at Foxborough for dropping that <laughs> ball that led to a touchdown? Yeah, I dread to think what his quads are going to be like this week after uh, the punishment he's going to take, to be honest. Um, you know what, though? It was a bit of an endorsement, the fact that Bill had him out there for the next punt. Very often, one keeps the punt returner. But, I mean, again, it could just come down to availability. Patrick Chung, do you want to see him back there returning punts? I don't. Um, and whilst I'm not a big gunner guy, which I know is slightly controversial, considering, you know, everyone's golden child at the moment... Um, I think he is asking to get himself hurt with some of his runs. He needs to make a lot more fair catches um, than he does and to try to run away from tacklers as opposed to trying to run towards them and beat them last second because at some point he's going to fumble from being hit and he's going to get himself hurt. I haven't seen him fumble early in his career. Obviously, it's a shame you never want to see it. But, um, yeah, I don't think Bill will take too kindly to that and I think there'll be a lot more on ball security and a lot more on sensible decisions for him this week. It might be a blessing in disguise that it's happened in that game, really, where... Yeah, really matter because I, mean, I think we've seen in the past some of the number one against the Broncos where it basically turned on a couple of uh, muff punts and stuff a yeah. few years ago and just getting that experience now and sort of getting jumped into him that yeah you don't need to do this this much and, yeah probably help us going forward but yeah interesting to see um, yeah that's it for the listeners questions so thanks for them uh, we enjoy having them in so thanks for listening to them um, well, we'll get on to that game against the Bills um, well my first point was are the bills a real threat <laughs> we sort of covered it a little bit but yeah well they're good are the bills a real threat do you think uh well i mean they're three and oh and they're absolutely not a real threat no <laughs> they've faced three atrocious teams in cincinnati who they scraped a win over last night simple fourth quarter comeback in a game that they frankly were the better team in they played the giants who we all know haven't had a particularly good strong start to the season and they've had a one-point win over the jets that we you know ultimately should have so, no, I think that the, the Bills' record is testament to their easy schedule to start the season. I know the Patriots have had a fairly easy ride of it too, but I think there's a very clear difference with the eyeball test when you watch both teams. The Buffalo Bills are not a threat, and the New England Patriots are. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, Bill is a coach. I think he's one of the better coaches in the league, to be honest. I'd quite like to see him with a decent roster, but yeah, I'm not sure the Bills are that really. And no. I, I still don't really trust Josh Allen. Either. He's obviously a, a real threat on the ground, but we'll get on yeah. to that in a minute. But yeah, I don't really trust him as a pass threat, to be honest. But no, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. I do like Josh Allen. I think he's young. He's raw. I think he's going to be be much better. And I think he could potentially be a franchise quarterback now than I did like say Ryan Tannehill going back into his second year. But at the same time, the Bills have very few weapons on the outside, so it could simply be a case of you know he's not got a right. So, yeah, I think you're right. He's much more of a threat as a runner at this stage in his career. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they're a threat in terms of a team that could cause an upset just because they've got a good defence and obviously the run game can do some damage. But, I mean, I don't think it's a, 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 more than many other teams upset, really. It's, uh, yeah, it'd be a big shock if we did lose this one. But, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, obviously, I think the big thing from them is that rushing threat from Josh Allen and Frank Gore. But, yeah. to me, that's playing into what the Patriots have looked so good at this season. Do you think they can do some damage, or do you think we'll contain them again like we did with Bell this week? I think ultimately that the Patriots defence will key in on the ground game, including yeah. Josh Allen. They'll spy him, they'll stick players like... They'll maybe move Devin McCourty down into the box to watch his run. 
And I think they're going to try and force him into the air because ultimately he's good for a couple of bad throws each game, a couple of interceptions perhaps. And I think that'll overcome our historic weakness to mobile quarterbacks because ultimately the Bills haven't got much else. Frank Gore's a solid player, even at the age of 32, 33. Um, but he's one player and ultimately our, our, our ground defence has been phenomenal, much better than our pass defence even, and that's been good in itself. So I think that they'll they'll take that away and that's where the mistakes will come. Yeah, definitely. I think it's that classic thing of a Bill Belichick team is that take away the main strength. and Yeah, exactly. If, it, if he's going to beat him, it's going to take something special with his arm, isn't it? Which, I mean, to me, he doesn't really have... Uh, have Has he ever shown that? No, yeah, I don't really think that's... Uh, so be losing any sleep over, is it? Certainly not. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, but do you think we can get the run game going? Or, in particular, Sony Michelle is obviously the uh, the main one there. Do you think he can get going this weekend to Bills? Or is it against a pretty decent run defence? Yeah, I mean, the Bills' defence is fairly solid and they are a good run defensive team as well. I think it depends on what the Bills try to do on defence. If they come out and they try to take the pass away by blitzing, etc., I think you'll see a heavy dose of Sonny Michelle running off tackles. The side runs haven't worked too well, but I think instead what you'll see is you'll see C-gaps, you'll see sweeps. You maybe see a couple more receiver move- movements as well in terms of running the ball that way as well. Um, ultimately, just rushes and get them off balance. So open up play action downfield for the middle of the field to be open. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, right. Yeah, we, I think as as we mentioned already, really, we've already covered him pretty much. But yeah, I do think Michelle can get going. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure we this week, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Was big news to come out of last week's game, really, other than the win was injuries and one in particular to Julian Edelman. But I mean, if he, if he can't play in this game, do you think it's a big loss? Obviously, not having Edelman, but in terms of the actual game, do you think it'll any sort of difference maker or do you think yeah to tell the truth I I really do I I think he's a massive part of the offense he's the engine that gets things going and I think that this season without Gronkowski you're asking Edelman to do all of those chain moving bits in the middle of the field and obviously he's not but if you take him away for any extended period as we saw last night in the second half of the game the offense really does struggle particularly if obviously the game plan's designed to go around him now if they know he's the week that might be a different story. They could maybe scheme the you know the backs in space on those linebackers, where I think we have the advantage. But I think actually that without Edelman, our offense really does struggle. And uh, he got the clearance on his ribs. They said that it wasn't a wasn't a break. The X-rays came back negative. That doesn't mean, however, that it's not going to be serious. Um, so ribs are tough things to play through. He is the kind of player to battle through it. But I think we might play it safe with him and tell him he's going to need a couple of games off just to make sure he's ready for later in the season. Yeah, there's not really any need to risk. Okay, no. it does make. I think it will be a big loss if he can't play because, I mean, when he wasn't in that offense last season with the suspension and all that stuff, then I don't know. The, the offense just didn't look the same, did it? Even with some great players out there, but I mean, who say? I think it'll be fine. I don't think it'll be the difference between winning and losing, but it might have been a comfortable win and a a tight one. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, is there any any other big talking points you think for this game? Anything you're looking out for in particular? Yeah, I think it comes down to the offensive line again. Um, I think it's great that Cannon came and played. The Newhouse actually was pretty decent. I mean, I'll be honest, I've never really rated him in his career thus far. but And he's been very inconsistent, which is why I don't rate him. But his pass protection was very good. The high tower injury could be point if he has to miss serious time. Again, it's a shoulder injury. He's had those before. It could be an issue, but it is one of our deepest spots. Um, and again, the injury to Josh Gordon as well. He hurt his back, came back dislocated his finger and then made that outstanding sideline catch with his finger taped together um, but we don't really have especially if Edelman misses time too you're looking at starting Philip Dorsett and Jacoby Myers with very little behind them Matthew Slater might catch a ball this weekend and that's a scary thought 
Yeah, you're going back to like, sort of Dorset and Hogan, wasn't it? Where you know, yeah. it wasn't wasn't the most exciting uh, Patriots football you've ever seen, but being to see how that plays out, especially if we can't run the ball, because if you remember, we very much had to establish the ground game when we had receiver issues. Now, if we're going back to having receiver issues, building flack, or are we going to struggle on offense because that's still not going to be productive? Yeah. I think the one thing that gives me hope is I feel like Brady is playing better than he probably played at any point last season which is, uh, we haven't played the fiercest defence in the world, but I think the Jets and Sears at least have decent defences, don't they? But yeah, to me, yeah. I think he's playing really good football at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, ultimately, I don't want to say it, but Brady is Brady. He He's going to be exactly what you expect him to be. It's very rare he has an off game. If he does, he's certain to. Um, he's, a, you know, he's, he's the GOAT for a reason. And yes, he had some games last season where he didn't look himself, especially after that Tennessee game, which is when the reported injury happened. But, He's still just bad by his standards. And this season, as you said, seemingly fully fit, seemingly coming into it. He, I think he's playing outstanding and he's going to be in the conversation for MVP, provided that Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw for 6,000 yards. Yeah, yeah, I think he might, uh, I think he might <laughs> do Mahomes at this rate. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be MVP before he bails out, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, okay, we might as well go into predictions. Um, what, what score do you think? What score would you think? I think very similar to the Jets game. They didn't give up an offensive score because despite spying Josh Allen, I think he's going to put one in on the ground. And I think that will not open the floodgates, but at least make them a bit more fearful of that option. And I think that'll open some things up. So I'm going to say 34-20 Patriots. Nice, I like it. I, I, think, I think a little bit tight. I think, yeah, but especially because I just don't think Edelman, I don't think they'll risk Edelman if he's, mm-hmm. if he's even a question. So I think we might struggle a little bit there. But I think it'll end up being a bit tight, maybe two, two and a half quarters, and then we'll pull away at the end, maybe something something on the lines of sort of 24-14, I think, but maybe sort of yeah. looking at like a tight one for a while before it sort of looks a bit more comfortable in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, is there is there any one player you think might have a big day? or? I think James Melotruth. I think Josh Gordon might have a tough time. Um, Tredavious White's a very, very good corner, and the Bills' secondary is solid. But I think that James White could exploit those gaps underneath where maybe Edelman where might be naughty. If Edelman plays, I think it'll open it up even more for him. So I think James White's my top tip to score a touchdown this week. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think on the other side of the ball, you could see Jamie Collins in for a big day. I'm just such a Collins fan. I'm so glad to have him <laughs> back. He's, he's one of my favourite pages three left. And then, yeah, and now he's there. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a defensive score in this game. No. I think I think Alan's going to put the ball in the air a few times and make it a uh, you know a few questionable decisions. So there's certainly could be an option for that. Collins was unlucky not to have one uh, yesterday's game as well. Uh, interestingly, I, I didn't rate Collins much when he was here first time round. I thought he freelanced too much. I thought he was a bit of a liability and didn't play for the team. So I was actually glad when we got rid of him. Although I thought obviously a third round quite what to get. Um, but having come back, he seems to have eaten a bit of humble pie. He's got his payday. And he's come back and been nothing but an all-star. And I'm thrilled that he's playing at that level. He's maybe even our best defensive player this year, barring Stefan Goldwell. Yeah, which is pretty crazy, really, isn't it? When I don't, He didn't even seem to have that much of a market as a few yeah, No. I'd really get it. But yeah, to me, he just adds something to that defence that allows the others to do their jobs even better. You know, I think he can do a bit of everything, Collins. And yeah, to me, I really like having that bit of flexibility that he gives you. Yeah, he's one of those rare specimens where he's a better athlete than he is a football player, and that's in no way negative. He covers sideline to sideline, he can blitz, he can catch, he can do everything. He plays a run very well for an outside linebacker, and I think ultimately the Patriots put him in good positions. His natural instincts take over, but now he's playing his part of a team, you're really seeing what Jamie Collins can do, and he's doing it at the right time. 
this is his, uh, his, his contract year. So I think there's no surprise we're seeing that. And it'd be interesting at the end of the season, especially with him being quite young still. Yeah, it's, yeah that is a really interesting one because there's a few players to pay, isn't there, around at the moment. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if uh, we do give him the, pay, the payday this time. But yeah, that, hopefully uh, he'll go away with a ring if he does leave. But um, well, I guess that was... Um, have you got anything to shout out? I think it was your Instagram last time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not really much of a social media guy ex- except for Instagram, really. Um, so my handle is at Magnitude10. It's mainly photographs of things I sort of see out and about and think are interesting. But yeah, feel free to give me a follow. <laughs> Lovely. Um, well, you can follow us. We're at PatriotsUK underscore um, and uh, at First and Ten underscore. Like an underscore, apparently. But um, yeah, give them a follow. Um, give, give everyone a follow. And uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and do all those usual things, ratings, reviews, all of them things. Um, well, until next week when we'll be back with uh, a look ahead to the Redskins. I'll see you later. All right, take care. Bye, everyone.